the show, the eternal show. We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. Welcome back to Affable Idiots. So very affable. Such much idiota. Can you believe it? This is the 16th episode. That's like four full months of life for a newborn baby. By now we're <laughs> by now we're play st- this show while they sleep. <laughs> by now we're still not sleeping through the night, spitting up on you all the time. But still, you come back and love us anyway, and we thank you for it. I'm Jesse Neal, aka Black and White Horse. That's a zebra. <laughs> not necessarily. They You're exist. Right. You're right. I guess they do exist. If I they're striped, like they're zebras. <sighs> mm. And mohawk. Mm. They have to have a mohawk. Oh, yeah, Sam, I want to be a zebra. I want a really cool zebra mohawk. I'm a zebra. <laughs> I'm a, a zebra. Uh, over here, we've got Chad Michael Innes, a.k.a. A whiteback, silverback, excuse me, gorilla. <laughs> and... <laughs> And over here, we've got Holden. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot your middle name again. Depardo! <laughs> what is your middle name? Christopher Adams. Christopher that's Adams, that's right. Over here, They're we've got Holden. Christopher not Adams, Depardo, a.k.a. Heart Stars and Horseshoes, Clovers and Blue Moons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to start this off because we want to interact with you guys some more. We love you, and we feel this has been a one-sided relationship with you interacting with us. And we've been, we've been absent lovers, and we want to be present. <laughs> so we're asking, please. Uh, we've just been laying there in the bed, <laughs> just not staring moving. up at you, not moving, not breathing. <laughs> uh, we've been we've been bad, and we want to be so so good. So please. Go and tweet us at Affable Idiots. Affable is A F F. That's as in Foxtrot. A B as in Bravo L E Idiots. Or email us at affableidiots at gmail.com. We want to know what your favorite topic has been that we've discussed so far. And if you have um, you know, thoughts on these topics, we'd love to hear them. Also, why don't you just go on out there and give us five stars wherever you get your podcast? You know you want to. We want you to. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm down on my knees begging you, please. That's a song. I can't remember, though. Yeah, what is that from? Because you said that, and I'm like, that's a song. That's a song. I don't know. All I know is that we just basically just said, hey, we've been absent lovers, but give us five stars. We've been great <laughs> absent lovers. We've been great. We have been, I think. We, uh, <laughs> we just want va- your validation. It's a song called It's Alone <laughs> featuring True by Holland. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> well, those lyrics are in that song. Beautiful. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. So, friends, come on and get get at us. Holla at your girl or and boys. Ain't no holla back, girl. And then we'll holla back at you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Today we've got two hot topics. We're going to start this conversation off talking about DC and what we want to see next from their movies. Is DC as good as Marvel? Is Marvel as good as DC? Can we even talk about Marvel? Because when we talked about Marvel in the past, we weren't allowed to talk about DC. We just want to be fair here, right? And then after we discuss that, we're going to hop on over to the insane asylum next door. And we're going to discuss, if you were wrongfully put into an insane asylum, how would you convince them that you're actually sane? And not just pretending to be insane. That's In not actually. And you're, that you're sane and not just pretending to be sane. I messed that up. But that's okay. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work it. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> Chill it out, take it slow. Holden, it's then you rock out the show. That's your turn. Oh, I don't, I don't even know the song. <laughs> she just told you. I fed you the oh. lyrics. Holden, we need to get you a cup of coffee or a I'm wine very of cocaine tired today. or something. <laughs> Ooh, ten cocaine. Tens of cocaine. Can I get ten cocaine, please? 
<laughs> yes, that'll be thir- that'll be thirteen with a shot of vanilla. <laughs> shot of well, just one shot of vanilla. You're just like texting your dealer. What does ten go for nowadays? <laughs> you know, just ten. Just ten. Oh, ten at least- what? Ten cocaines. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> cocaines <laughs> plural. Cocaines. It goes for at least thirty. There's a text. 30. It's ten cocaines, comma duh. <laughs> <laughs> Just text it to your dealer. He'll be like, yeah, this guy's legit, not a cop at all. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, idiot cops, uh, try, like, in the vein of, uh, like, Will Ferrell, you know, those dumb, like, movies where they play cops, but they're idiots, uh, trying to catch drug dealers, but they don't know the lingo. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have that. And then, the, and then the drug dealers win in the end. Yeah, can I get ten leaves of marijuana, please? That's right. I'll take ten. I'll have ten whole leaves. I'll have ten cracks, please. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, rock, uh, crack, crack, rock. We need uh, two crack rocks, please. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. All right, take us away on this take journey. Take me away. So I saw Joker opening night, despite being really sick and shouldn't have been out. Uh, but I went and saw Joker and god damn is this movie great this is not going to be a discussion about the movie but this is about the future of DC and where we think it should go Um, what I found most successful about Joker was that it was it was had you not known the Batman universe which unfortunately I don't think anyone in the world does you wouldn't know this was a Batman movie or that this was a comic book movie it was just a movie about a guy who slowly, his mental illness carries him in a direction that turns him into the infamous Joker. Uh, and it happens to share a couple of character names with people in the Batman universe. So I think what's great about it is that it stands on its own as just a legit, really fantastic, brilliantly acted, uh, really kind of disturbing movie. But... I don't know if we should consider that as a DC movie. Where do we want DC movies to go after this? Do we want them to remain comic book rooted and comic booky? Do we want them to be more like traditional film and cinema, like a Martin Scorsese film or something like that? I personally want to start the conversation by just talking about what's already on the slate of upcoming movies. We already know DC movies are trash, correct? Do you yeah. guys agree? Yeah, so basically what I want from DC movies is uh, better. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify, though, the recent kind of era of DC movies. Oh, yeah, Dark the, Knight, the Dark Knight series, that trilogy, I love. Is, those yeah, are yeah, DC yeah, movies, yeah. and they're very good. Let's I did. Just, when did that? Give so basically, when they started trying to compete with Marvel and the MCU, yeah. which includes starting with Man of Steel, Superman Man of Steel. Which was that movie, as I recall, was pretty good, right? It was fine. We did a double feature that night, as I recall, I think. We saw something, and then we went and saw that, because it came out at, like, midnight. I don't know if that was me. What year did Man of Steel come out? We went and saw it at that Regal uh, that we used to go to all the time. It's 2013, yeah, so it's probably me. Regal, uh, not Stonecrest, that's in Charlotte. Was it 14? Regal Webster. Regal Cinema's Webster. 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 Great little theater. If uh, yeah, anybody just lives tell in people the Chicago, Chicago say it. Webster. 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 Well, Chicago. Webster. Chicago. We eat Lumel Naughties and we go to Webster. <laughs> it's a it's a strange accent. <laughs> so here's what's here are the movies that have come out so far. Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide <laughs> Squad, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. That's uh, it? and Aquaman. An Aquaman, yes, an Aquaman. Didn't even see Aquaman, but I saw all the others. I didn't see Justice League, but I saw all the others. Well, it was pretty. Ooh, Justice it was, League was rough. Jesse, Jesse, which one did you not see, but you saw all the others? I think I saw all of those. I can't remember if I didn't see Batman versus Superman. No, because that was the one with Ben Affleck, right? Yeah, that was Batfleck. His was his first one. No, I saw that one too. Uh, I've seen all of those. Damn, you're no. just so much better than Holden and I. Wait, I haven't seen Aquaman. That one I haven't ah, seen. Ah, that's the one you haven't seen. Okay, that's so we've all not seen one movie. Great. <laughs> so those are the ones that have already come out. They're trash. We don't have to sit here and talk about why they're trash, because well, everyone knows why they're trash. I just want to put in a small caveat that I don't think Wonder Woman was trash, but I don't think it was exceptional. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It oh it got a lot of positive press at the time because of strong female. It's a superhero movie. It features a woman. Came out on International Women's Month. All that kind of woman. stuff. Woman. But the movie completely falls apart in the second half. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It yeah. was. Here's I what, honestly liked it from a feminist perspective. I liked it much more from the perspective of the director was the first female director to uh, direct a movie over a hundred million dollars, something like that. Yeah, that's that a was deal. a bigger deal to me. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah. Wonder Woman as a character, I'm like, oh, so she does everything that a man does usually in, but in a the superhero movie. I shouldn't like, I didn't get it from that perspective. But she is if she so happens to be gorgeous, that one, that womp, but yeah, Gal Gadot. Also, Gal I just like loved that when they were doing a bunch of reshoots. She was pregnant and still doing it. She's just such a badass. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for the Little kid. No, well, it wasn't too far along. No, Here's the thing. Pregnant. She's I mean, just enormous. She's okay. very tall. She's a, a large person. So that a tiny baby, just relative to her size, doesn't actually look like she's pregnant. She's so tall. Yeah. Pair that with the fact that her child was a runt. And, uh, was her child born I don't know. I oh, made that up right horrible. now based on her body image at nine months pregnant. <laughs> no, she I actually think she gave was... birth to a jelly bean. Ja- Jesse Boons. Jesse Boons. <laughs> uh, okay, continue. So yes, now we. So can... that's that's what's come out previously. We have Joker came out last week, and here's what's still to come. We still have uh, F. I just lost it. There it is. We have Birds of Prey. I just saw a preview for this today. With I'm Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey, whatever her name is. Rosie Perez, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and Ewan McGregor. Um, coming out February 7th, 2020. I'm so That's excited. The, it is still, it's a Margot Robbie from Suicide Squad as Harley Quinn, uh, and it's kind of an all-female Suicide really Squad, for better excited. or worse. So we <sighs> have that coming good. in February. We have Wonder Woman 1984 coming on June 5th, 2020, directed again by Patty Jenkins. Um... That's when? February when? That's June 5th, 2020. So it's next June. Oh, summer. Okay. We have The Batman, which is no longer Ben Affleck Batman, but Robert Pattinson as Batman. Oh, no. Okay. Directed and written by Matt Reeves. That's something I'm going to want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming the following June, 2021. We have The Suicide Squad, which is... Related, but not related to Suicide Squad, containing a lot of the same cast, but not all of the same cast. It still has Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. It still has, um, I can't remember any, a couple, a couple of the other cast members are the same, but it doesn't have like Will Smith as Deadshot. And uh, this is directed by James Gunn. This and hopefully is, that will be good. This was the deal he signed in the brief period where he was fired from Guardians and then rehired to Guardians. He's playing both sides now. Well, Look that's at Disney's him. fault. Well, Disney, well, we all know what we, in the last episode, we talked about Disney, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming August 6, 2021. No, Joss Whedon already did that, technically. He did Justice League and the Avengers. Oh, that's right. That's but he did yeah. Avengers first, and then he did. He yeah. finished Justice League. He, because he went of... in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he came in last minute because Zack Snyder had some family emergencies. So he just kind of picked up his slack. Right. Um, he... Then we have Aquaman 2 coming December 16th, 2022. Woo! And then we also have... <laughs> I don't care. The Black Adam movie, which is the Shazam kind of... Not spin off, but kind of branching storyline from Shazam, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Isn't Shazam a DC movie as well? Yep. Yeah, I didn't Did see that, that movie before. I didn't see that one either. That's been in product, or it's been talked about for a few years, and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson was confirmed to play Black Adam. So it's kind of like in that limbo. Oh, we're talking about Shazam. Like we oh, haven't seen Shazam. Gotcha. Yes, Shazam. That also was also in the, and I didn't kinda, see it. I didn't think it looked good. It was it was kind of in the DC EU, the DC Entertainment Universe. It didn't have any like cameos from other characters at all, but it did have like references to things that had happened. Okay. And then apparently the Flash movie is still on for a release date TBA with Ezra Miller, the same guy who played the Flash in 
uh, the other movies as well. I don't remember what Ezra looks like. There's also the, uh, speaking of Joss Whedon, he's apparently directing a Batgirl movie. He's signed on for that. Ezra Miller. Yes. There is a Shazam 2 movie coming again. And then apparently a Green Lantern Corps movie. Man. So they're really tr- they're they're really stepping it up to try and And compete. this hasn't been officially canceled. There is a standalone Joker movie coming for Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> so that's I, my thought is that half of these movies aren't going to happen. Well, here's a hot take. Maybe. I liked Jared Leto's Joker. I didn't enjoy that movie. Mhm. But I I did enjoy his Joker. I, I thought he know. was fine, but really, after you see after seeing the Dark Knight, and then after you see Joker, oh yeah, you're gonna be I like, mean, "Fucking, we don't need this third rate Joker." Really, like sixth rate Joker with all the Joker portrayals that we've had. Yeah, great. no, and, <laughs> and I, even if it is like passable, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I definitely didn't think he lived up to Heath Ledger's Joker. That was just phenomenal, and I, I love everything that. Um, every acting thing that Joaquin Phoenix poops out. So (laughs) (laughs) I think he's fantastic uh, as an actor. So uh, that's the main reason I'm so excited to see the the Joker. That's what is it? No, it's just called Joker, isn't it? Um, Because I just know he's going to rock it, you know? He's going to rock it raccoon. Yeah. Rocket raccoon. So uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was I didn't love, like, I wasn't in love with Jared Leto's Joker, but I did enjoy it. Because you know Mama likes a crazy person. You do. You love a good serial killer. You love an insane man. I don't know what's wrong. Not in real life. You know, like, I would obviously never be in love with a serial killer. But, like, when they have hot... (laughs) (laughs) Not that I know. Not, uh, like, willingly, knowingly. Sure. like, when you're gonna have... Hot people play serial killers, even when these killers in real life weren't terribly attractive. But you're just going to get a, a really attractive person to play them. I'm sorry. Like, they're setting me up for it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, asking me to think that this man is... To, they're just asking for it. It's not my fault. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood's right. fault. It's Hollywood's fault. Always has been. Always will Always be. Will be. <laughs> so... I'm curious where you guys think after after Joker comes out, where do we think the DCEU should go? Or DC movies in general? So they talked about, I can't remember when this happened, but they talked about having a less of a Marvel approach where all the movies are interconnected and they kind of lead up to these kind of like, you know, end of the season Avenger movies essentially or end of the phase of Avenger movies and they just want to have standalone films and I've always thought that was a good idea for them and it sounds like it worked out with the Joker and I like the idea of having like a Batman standalone movie where it's like he's got to solve the case because really Batman's a detective and that's what was so good about the Nolan trilogies they kind of made it at least in Dark Knight made it more along those lines so I'd like to see just like a standalone Batman movie with Robert Pattinson sounds fine he might do really well he's actually a really good actor outside of Twilight <laughs> he actually can act um, so I'm excited about that concept. I think Matt Reeves is a fantastic director for that kind of dark tone. I mean, he did wonders with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. But I don't care about DC characters. But I also didn't care about Marvel characters before the Marvel movies really came out. So I think they just need to focus on making good standalone movies. Don't do the whole cinematic universe thing. Just make good standalone movies. Where, like, yeah, there's Batman 2... But it's not really connected to Batman 1. It's just another story that features that same Batman. Kind of like how James Bond movies, like, yeah, it's a, it's a franchise, but they're not really interconnected outside of a handful of them that happen to have some common links. They're really not these ongoing stories for 26 movies. I think that's going to help them with the long game. And I just think a darker tone. Don't do Marvel. Don't do the jokey haha stuff because that's kind of Marvel's territory. Make dark, serious movies. Well, and Marvel really only got into the jokey ha-ha stuff, like, in my opinion, like, really solidly and effectively, like, uh, in what I would consider, like, holy shit, this is really funny comedy, was when Taika Waititi, am I saying that right? Yeah. Did uh, Thor Ragnarok. 
Like that well, was we had a... Guardians was the first one actually. Oh, you're right. You're right. That you go see that, nope. and you were like, "I'm laughing out loud all the way through this That's movie." That's right. And then Ragnarok Joss Whedon is the in the Avengers. He brought the humorous dialogue to the franchise. But I did. I I I felt it took a turn. Like I've I I always felt there yeah. was humor there. Like yeah. always. I ne- I never didn't. But when Taika Waititi came in, I felt a a shift. I feel like you uh, could call those yeah. movies comedies, whereas you wouldn't call the Avenger a comedy. Yeah, but I'm talking about the jokey haha. So I'm talking about is just like it is lighthearted. Yeah, and kind of there's humorous levity throughout. all throughout the the MCU, and that's part yeah. of its signature. But yeah, I, I think it really turned into a comedy. Like we started seeing those types of movies with Guardians, and I think you're right, Thor Ragnarok. I'd forgotten that like literally Ragnarok picked up where Guardians left off, didn't it? Or is that is that backwards? Mm. No. 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 Avenger the the most recent Avengers picked up where Ragnarok left off. Yes, Infinity War yeah. picked up yes, right after Ragnarok. That's what I was thinking. Um I agree with you, Holden, that uh, I do think Robert Pattinson is a good actor outside of the Twilight movies, though I loved them. Not because I thought they were good television, <laughs> but because I was a young a younger girl and I love vampires, you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> um, but I, when they cast Ben Affleck to play Batman, I knew, I knew. And I think Mike, my, I might have made it very known that I was like, he's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> it, no, and everybody was so excited about it when they announced him. I was like, no, this is going to suck. This is going to be very bad. This is not the kind of actor that Ben Affleck is. It's not going to be good. And guess who was right? <laughs> uh, I he wasn't that bad. No, he was literal. I, in my opinion, literal flaming trash. Oh my god! <laughs> it was weird. He was shooting people, but I liked him. I honestly thought he was a he played a better Batman than Jared Leto played a Joker. Yeah, Ugh, that I, I could definitely agree with. I hated it. I do agree with what Holden said. Like the choices that they made Batman do in that movie were really, really stupid. Oh yeah, and the fact that like he's shooting people, he's shooting like people. crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's dumb. But and maybe I would have liked him more if the right, like the, the plot lines and whatnot had been had been better. Yeah. I just yeah. I did not like, I did not like him as Batman. That I script didn't. was just atrocious. It was <laughs> so bad. It was Ugh. so. I, I will never forget that the. Two and a half hour conflict ends between Batman and Superman with spoilers. Both our mother's name is Martha. Oh, the plot's resolved. <laughs> Both their mother's name is Martha. Are we twins? Did you used to live inside a lady? <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, I am excited to see where it goes with Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think that there's a lot that can be done there. So I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, excited to see where that goes. Um, I am very excited for Birds of Prey. I you ju- are. I just saw a preview for that today, and by preview I mean it's basically just Margot Robbie, 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 Robbie you know, doing flips and kicks, and uh, I mean, it's not like a real trailer; it's just action shots of her. Explosions, and everywhere. maybe I just got really excited because you know. It, it looks like the, it just looks like the tits, you know, like this badass chick kicking ass. But yeah, I, I, whether I'm or not concerned. I don't know if if Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn can carry a whole movie. I don't well, like I'm, I, I think Margot Robbie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Harley Quinn, I think, is an interesting character. But the way that they wrote that one for Suicide Squad and how like. This is a dumb joke, Mr. J. Like she, she's so that almost is my sexy baby voice, but it's that also Harley Quinn. That was almost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sexy I'm baby, a baby. I'm Harley Quinn, Mr. J. They're the same. They're almost as exactly the <laughs> same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if that character is someone that I want to watch for an entire movie. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I see where you're coming from there, and I think I'm. I'm hoping that they've seen, like, from what happened, from (laughs) words, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Injustice was what it was, and it wasn't terribly good. Justice League, Injustice is the fighting game. 
Yep. Sorry. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun game, though. (laughs) It is a fun game. Justice League. Um, (laughs) it, It was, you know, fine. It was what it was. And I thought that she did a good job with what they gave her. I'm wondering, is it going to be written by somebody different, though? And directed by somebody different? The Birds of Prey movie? Yes. Yeah. On both accounts, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I thought, Birds yeah, that- of Prey is written by... Sorry, I'm stalling because I'm scrolling. And <laughs> I'm scrolling. at Suicide Squad. I'm ready. Yeah, directed by David Ayer and written by David Ayer. Uh, and Birds of Prey is directed by Kathy Hahn. Kathy Yan, written by Christina Hodson. Written by so- women. Written by written and directed by women. I just starring think, a bunch of women. Yeah, so I'm just thinking that they're gonna have a better uh, vantage point as far as like where the writing comes from and the character development because I just think uh, David Ayer. I don't. I mean, I don't know how he wrote Justice League uh, and how he like fleshed out the characters, but I know that a lot of times in movies where men are writing women, they're not necessarily consulting with women on on things. Uh, about like female characters, not like oh, right. you gotta include women for both like, movies and legislation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. And Harley Quinn is representative of the average American woman for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just think um, that I think it just seems like they're just taking the character and giving the character to a different group of people that just so happen to be women. So they're going to be able to write. Just even sentences for women better. And like, you know what I mean? Because there are differences in the way that in the male and female experience, in the traditional male and female experience uh, and whatnot. And so I I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hopeful and I'm excited because I liked Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I also don't like it because of the whole she was sane and got pulled in by this man and then went crazy. You know, all of that. Lo- to- uh, toxic love. Um, I'm just, re- I don't know. I'm really excited. I have a feeling there's not going to be a Joker in this one. So I'm just excited no. to see where they take it. You don't think Jared Leto is going to pop up in this movie at all? I, hope, I don't think so, no. I don't know. I don't know. kind of hope not. I hope there's not a Joker in this movie. The trailer didn't mention his name at all. I feel like they would have mentioned Jared Leto. I feel like he's going to have a surprise cameo. I don't know. We'll see. The trailer, it had me interested enough to be like, oh, I'm actually curious where this goes. But I don't know if I'll see it or not yet. I have no idea. Time will tell, my friends. Time will will tell. tell. I want, so here's what I think should happen. I think half of these movies, anything that doesn't have a release date already, I think is going to get canceled. Because a lot of these release dates were set before, about a year ago, DC came out and said, we've decided going forward, we're not going to focus all of our efforts on emulating the MCU. Mm-hmm. They've got something special and something unique. We're going to focus on making great movies in the DC universe. And yeah. that's kind of been their statement for the last year. So a lot of these things, like the Black Adam movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, and Ezra Miller's The Flash, like those were all made before this new kind of direction was decided i think anything without a release date is going to fall off and i think it should and then i think i would love to see they have to make obligations to things that are already filming and things that make a ton of money like aquaman but i would love to see um a series of movies about each of the villains and their origin story in the style of joker Because I think what DC does so much better than Marvel is they have the most fascinating villains. Mm -hmm. I think about, like, uh, you think about Joker, you think about Zaz, I think about, um, you've got Scarecrow, you've got all of these really interesting villains. Thanos. Thanos, right? Yep. (laughs) Whereas Marvel, with all of their MCU being as amazing as it is, they have a villain problem, where their villains are usually just the boring carbon copy of them in a different color and or the same color if it's black panther were they they were slightly different there was black with gold versus like black pu- with purple right oh no you're right you're right it's like an orangey yeah you're, right. yeah, you're yeah. totally right you're totally right so it's i marvel has really interesting heroes i think that dc has kind of boring heroes but really interesting villains so i would love to see a series of like six movies similar to joker where they are all completely grounded 
that was one of the things I loved about Joker so much is that it a hundred percent could happen in real life with no supernatural or kind of larger than life elements. Yeah. I would love to see a Bane movie, a Scarecrow movie. Mm. And just as we go through all of these as legit films. And I even think they even set Joker up that way. I don't even think they consider it as part of their DC movies. I don't remember seeing a DC logo at the beginning of the movie. I don't, mm. it might've been there, but I don't think I remember seeing it. And in fact, even the Warner Bros logo was like the old style Warner Bros logo before. Cause it they... was like the film itself was kind of a throwback in style. Wasn't yeah. It? it takes place in like the seventies or eighties. They don't really define it, but you can tell it's around then. But uh, that's where I really want to see it go. And we can like leave, leave Batman alone for a little bit. Yeah. Leave Superman alone. Nobody cares about Green Lantern right now. Like, Leave those guys alone, and then maybe you can start making really good one-off if you can find an interesting story to tell there. But uh, I think writing's got to be stepped up. I don't think they have a problem with actors because they cast really, really great people. It's just 100% writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I want to see in the, med- in like the immediate 21, 2021 to 2023 is like a series of villain films. I think that would be super fucking cool. I agree with the Batman-Superman sentiments for sure. Um, but they've already started making the Batman movie, and I really do want to see what Matt Reeves does with Batman, because I like him a lot. Yeah. And I think Robert Pattinson's one of those choices of, I never would have picked him initially, but now I can kind of see where that would work. Yeah, so I'm on board with that. never would have thought of him. Yeah. But Superman, just get rid of him. I mean, I really, I'm just, <laughs> people are going to hate me for this, but like, I think he's the most boring superhero ever. He's so ever. boring. I just I don't care if he's indestructible. That just saps all tension out of scenes. Oh no! Unless a special rock is in the scene, he's never going to die. Like, and then it's all about it's just how boring. Lex Luthor finds that rock and then gets him close <laughs> to it, and then the same thing happens yep. every time. Yep. Yep. Ugh. I really like the idea of real, like, more grounded, realistic films for superhero type movies. I think that's what I liked so much about the the Nolan trilogy with Batman. Yeah, they were super mm-hmm. grounded and yeah. realistic. Like they definitely could have happened. Uh, Except for the tank. Batman's tank might not have been able mm-hmm. to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I but I agree with you otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Like I like the idea of that and also I don't know. Marvel and DC for a while had had like a real Coke versus Pepsi vibe. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, we're the same thing. We're both great, but we're better. Oh, but we're better. But everybody knows. They should do the DC challenge. (laughs) Just have like people go to this theater. You won't even know if it's a Marvel or Disney comic book. It tastes exactly like Marvel. We promise. Uh, I, I, I just, um, I do really like the idea of that. And I did read that's I, perhaps why the Dark Knight trilogy did so well and nothing else has really done that well since perhaps Joker. I don't really know how well it's done since it was released. I haven't seen it. It is the best. It's, uh, it's, it's done the best of any movie in October before, the best R-rated film in October, which previously was Venom. And it's like number four R-rated film of all time opening. Is Venom also DC or is that Marvel? No, that's Marvel. Venom is Marvel, but not owned by Marvel Studios. It's by Sony. Is a real so Spider-Man not part of their MCU. type of a situation? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I I just I don't know. I'm really excited to see Joker. I had been really excited to see it. Uh, the Red Eye here in Chicago only gave it two and a half stars. So. It's been really polarizing. Like, places are giving it literally 10 out of 10 masterpieces, and then people are like, this movie is bad. So I fucking loved it. I think you're going to love it. Oh, I, I mean, come on. But of it's course a, I will. It's a disturbing <laughs> movie. It is... I don't think it's slow, but you you really watch the progression from... He's not normal, but mentally ill person to Joker... And you're there for the entire ride, and you see the transformation happening in I front of you the it. entire time. So I've heard there's no scene without him. Like, every single scene has him in it. Yeah, I think that's right. I am I'm so, I'm just so freaking excited about it. And I know I'm going to love it just the, because I love to watch the transition. That's yeah. part of why I love The Shining so much. I just love, I, I don't know, it's just so interesting. 
to Is watch- that DC or Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> no, The Shining was Ready Player One. That's its own universe. It's, it's oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's just something so fascinating and perhaps even mesmerizing uh, watching the slow descent into madness. Yeah. Because that is something that does happen to people. That's that slow descent. And that is something that like, I'm always afraid it's going to happen to me. Like, you know, when you're on uh, the train platform and you're like, oh, okay, somebody's near the tracks. What if I snap right now? You know, I'm like, I'm not going to. But what if like we, I'm just so afraid of like losing of losing it, of losing my grasp on reality. And I, there's no threat of it. But I think that is just like a legitimate Perhaps on our big, I, biggest fears episodes, I should have talked about this as well. You did a little bit. You're like, I'm scared of heights because I'm like, what if I snap and just throw myself oh, over the cliff right. for no reason? <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm just so afraid of like losing my grasp on this and just like snapping. I am never going to stand next to Jesse on a train platform <laughs> ever. Because <laughs> she may or may not push me into the train. Oh, man. I, don't worry. I won't. Unless... <laughs> <laughs> unless unless something snap. happens and I snap. Um, so I think because that's a fear that I have, it, this, this is unique because like I'm terrified of spiders and I can't look at them, but I'm terrified of the potential of completely losing it and losing myself and watching that happen to a fictional character is really intriguing to me. It's just, I'm so interested in it. So I'm sure I'm going to love. Sounds-, sounds what? This sounds like a good segue into our next segment. Mm. If you did snap and you're put in a mental institution, <laughs> actually, I guess if you didn't snap and you're put in a mental institution, how would you mm. get out? Want to introduce the topic, even though I just introduced it? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Let's do it. I Let's do it. don't know. I've been trying to think about it. So if you are committed into an insane asylum or a mental institution, um, but you but you're not actually insane, you are yourself sane, how would you convince the doctors and the staff that you are sane and get released. When That's I, essentially the the movie Steven Soderbergh's Unsane. That's what she's trying to do the whole time, right? And yes, and that yeah. movie was so good. It's good. I so good. Lo- I can't remember her name, but she played Queen Anna Elizabeth. Anna Kornikova. Yeah, Anna <laughs> famous tennis star Anna Kornikova. <laughs> Sorry, the Natalie Portman thing from last week. It just the first person. It worked, so I thought maybe we'd try it again. This didn't work this time. <laughs> um, I think she's a fantastic actress, and that movie was oh, that movie was so good. But also in that movie, the guy was one of the doctors, like a stalker of hers. I think. Spoiler alert! It's been a while since I saw that movie. But, like, how can you, in a, in an environment like that, prove that you are sane? I would like to think that you could just go talk to your doctor and be like, look, something has happened. I don't belong here. Run tests on me. Let's do all of this. But then that just makes you sound crazy, right? Yeah. Something has happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Just made me think of that again. That was such a good. That's the podcast S Town from This American Life NPR. You should definitely go listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. If you have listened to it, listen to it again. It's so good. (laughs) Uh, Something has happened. That's the local high school, or as I call it, Auschwitz. Uh, Okay, Uh, such a good podcast. But I don't like what I don't know what I would do because I feel like. Anything you do is something that an, that a person who truly would belong in a place like this would also do. Trying exactly. to get out, you're trapped. No, whether so, you there are like two things that you could try to do. One of them is like beg and plead. No, I'm not crazy. I swear to God, I'm not crazy. Ask me any kind of question that a normal person would be able to answer. And then there's the like, all right, if I don't look hysterical. Maybe they'll think, and then you're just quiet, and then you're like, no, those are one of the, the quiet, crazy people that are just one day going to snap and push somebody in front of a train. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but the also- only thing you can really do is call and be like, uh, or ask to um, call a third per- party outside of the hospital, like a friend or a family member to come in and talk to you and be like, yeah, no, they're not crazy. I know them. I've known them for years. 
but, this is them being normal. It's all good. That is an option, a legal option you could take. But it depend well, depending on the circumstances of your uh not imprisonment, but whatever the the, the word No, it's a legal option you have is to say, hey, like have a third party coming in and well, vouch, essentially. Well, but if you are so let's uh, clearly if you are being committed into committed, that's what it is, into a place like this, uh for that for a reason that is not valid, things have been made up and you've been lied about. So you could potentially have been like this person killed this person. Yeah, maybe or, you're framed for something. And... Yeah, uh, yeah, or like was doing <laughs> this. You're screwed. There's nothing you could say. Yeah, e- exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so in situations like that, you can't necessarily get a call. If you will, like, if the circumstances around your commitment are such that you are a literal, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I still think that would work out though, because you just call and be like, "Hey, turns out this person is sane. We're going to move him outside this, you know, committed a f- a facility just to straight up prison." I think they just transfer you in that case, but you do have the legal right to be like, "Hey, I need to get a third party in here to to vouch for me and talk to me, talk to the doctor." I think by- they would just move you to prison. I just move you to prison. I think that by the time you actually get committed, you would have already been able to contact people to say they can vouch for me, yet still, yeah. you have been committed. I, yeah, so I don't, their alibi didn't work for why you got framed for the murder. It or, didn't hold up or, in court. Or whatever. it's not hold up for your mental health. Yeah. I just, I, like, I just, I think that in that situation, it's not gonna, I don't think it's gonna be a viable option. So here's, here's I think, what the question really comes down to. What does sanity look like, and what does insanity look like? Right? There is no we, real definition for it. We exactly. all know from Sandra Bullock in 28 days trying to lift that horse's leg, <laughs> insanity <laughs> is trying the same thing over and over expecting different results. That's the literal definition of it. <laughs> so, Well, I looked up the definition and that's not apparently the definition of insanity. How oh, is it not? No, oh, that's just, just a thing something, people say then. <laughs> I think it's a thing people say maybe even based on Sandra Bullock in 28 days. But here's the thing. To prove you're sane, literally never do the same thing twice. Ooh. Which could be insane. If you ate breakfast one morning at nine o'clock, you eat breakfast at ten thirty the next day, or nine oh seven, or nine oh one. You never eat it. If they give you a pill to take and you don't take it the first day, maybe you take it and then spit it in their face the second day. Just whatever it is, whatever you're doing, walk around one day with your eyes closed the entire day. Just something different every single day. And when you're talking, it then you close your eyes, and then when you, and then. But and then when you look away, you open them, and you're still talking to them. But then when you face them, you close your. I forget. <laughs> I can see the doctor be looking at the chart going like, "I don't know. We should let him out." Why do you think, Doc? Well, yesterday he ate uh, his cereal with a fork. The next day with a knife, <laughs> and that's different. And he's, that's different. He's not doing the same thing. Hey, so he's say, trying new stuff. Let's be real. They're not going to give you knives in a mental institution. Plastic <laughs> knives. One day he, knives. he ripped the pocket off of his shirt and just scooped out the cereal with it. <laughs> I think these behaviors probably aren't helping. <laughs> oh, I really because like if you're in a place like this, they're probably putting you on some sort of a sedative medicine uh, right. or a me- not, not or a medicine that, as a side effect, sedates you. So if you don't take it, you look like the kind of person who is sick but doesn't take their medicine. If you do take it. You're kind of screwed because you're sedated and out of your mind and can't like do anything. It's just like this is another thing I'm scared about. <laughs> just getting wrongfully committed to an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, which they don't really so, exist anymore. But still, let me <laughs> let me call your fears there. So actually, I didn't have to check into an insane asylum, but I had a friend who I had to check into a, a mental health facility, and the threshold for getting in is actually quite high. They turned him away the first day. And he definitely needed to go in. I was sleeping on the couch in the morning. I woke up and he was uh, in front of me on the phone with his mom wondering who I was. I've known this person for over, at that point, over six years. Mm. There's like no doubt that he knew who I was. And his mom and I talked. She's like, you need to bring him to, you know, the hospital. It's like down the street. And they refused. They wouldn't take him in. I had to have like 
uh, notes from his therapist and also the stuff his mom had to fax to me to like bring there and say like, look, this incident happened. Here's some background information on his mental health status. And then they finally let him in. So fucking movies, movies and TV telling us you can just walk in and be like, (laughs) I want to commit my sister. Okay. Well, that's not how it works. I bet though. (laughs) The, the the system didn't used to be the way that it is now. It used to be a whole lot worse. And I bet things... Oh, yeah. No, it used to be like, I heard my son's gay, so I'm going to bring him to this in... mental institution. <laughs> yeah. like, and we're gonna... No joke, though. Like, for real. Like, that yep. would happen. Yeah. And then, like, I want to do this horrible conversion therapy on him. Like, because I'm an awful mm-hmm. human. And like, oh, great. We're awful humans, too. Send him on in. Let's give him um, a lobotomy. Yeah, but you couldn't... You couldn't be like, hey, my sister, she's like peanut butter. Crazy, right? Take Let's her. check her in. Well, and I think, <laughs> Take her. I think that because of the, the way that the system used to be, there have been a lot of changes for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds like they needed all of this information to like really prove that something fishy wasn't going on, which I like, yeah, but yeah. it does sound like this person... Well, they some... feed you in those places they give you food like if they could just be like hey i can't feed you sis for a while so like i'm gonna send you check here. into this we're gonna send you here because you won't eat the peanut butter i gave you so we're gonna send you <laughs> in here yep well in a lot of places um like if a person tries to kill themselves or something like that i think they can only have you on like a three-day hold mm-hmm. and then they have to let you go they have to let you out um yeah but, I mean, for the purposes of, of this, this fear, I'm thinking of the older, the more older type of a situation. Um, <laughs> Similar to, like, one floor. I try to assuage your fears, as you know. Like, oh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no <laughs> it's not going to happen. I mean, unless I lose my grasp on reality. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, if you do push someone in front of a train, you probably will get... And at d- least, at the very least, at a jail, maybe a mental institution. Yeah, maybe. No, don't worry, I'm not going to do that unless <laughs> I lose my grasp on reality. Um, but talking about this made me remember the terrible, terrible, horrible, awful, so bad movie, Care for Wellness. Oh my god. That movie. I wanted to see it, and uh, I heard that exact reaction. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll avoid it. Was it that bad? It yeah, was. I think that was uh, another one of my birthday movies. Fifty Probably. Shades of Grey, and then Cure for Wellness. <laughs> Cure for Wellness. That movie. <laughs> I will like. I lo- I'll enjoy a movie that is bad, you know, but like, kind of knows it's bad. You know what I mean? This movie thought it was so good. And it was so bad. And there were at least three times when I lost it and just started laughing. Because, like, this is the most ludicrous, ridiculous bullshit I've ever seen. (laughs) It it was such a bad movie. But, I mean, I guess he was also in, in a mental institution. And, well, he was not well taken care of. It sounds like it was, like, Shutter Island. Oh, that no. was a good movie. Shutter Island was fantastic. No, I didn't say like quality wise, but the plot wise, the, what you just said sounded very similar to Shutter Island. I honestly don't remember anything about a cure for wellness other than how terrible it was. Yeah, I forget if he was going to research the place or no. I think he just wanted to like get away and do like a a short rehab, as it were. You know, like a just like to get away, not for like drug or alcohol. Want to you know. get away? Wasn't this like <laughs> <laughs> wasn't his like sister in there, and they were like. Putting her in water, like it was a, oh, like yeah. a water isolation tank or something like that. Or did he have a sibling there? You might be right. I can't remember. It's so awful, and I'm never going to watch movie. it again. But don't I, watch it so that you can't correct us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually yeah. a great movie. We just don't want you to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I just don't want anybody to know about it but me and Mike. Mike and me. It's our little Mike and thing. I. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. It's our little thing. Our one little thing. That's all we have. That's all we ever had. Uh, no, I'm just like, if you are in a mental institution of that type, you know, or of the insane type, I don't know that there's a way to convince them, truly, without killing everybody. And then you're going to go crazy because you've had to kill everybody to free yourself. So really, did you belong you in there the whole beforehand. time? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, what do so, they look for when they're releasing people? How do you get 
Do you ever get out of a mental institution unless it's for like federal budget cuts? I don't know. Or are you well, just there the time for the rest frames? Of your life? And it's just is the time frames depends on the with the how therapist long or psychiatrist you're talking to. No, it's there are psychiatrists who talk to those places, and they'll just they make the assessment of it looks like, like are you stable made enough? progress in these directions they wanted to go in while they're the facility. They're much different now than in the 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 one institutions that I'm thinking of because the ones that I'm thinking yeah, of yeah. are not uh, in existence anymore. No, the old ones would be like, all right, we zapped him five times. That's that's all he like needed. Like Set him out there. A real one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. I also find those fascinating. All the psychological things I find so fascinating. Webster. Webster. Ragle. Webster. Chicago. Chicago. Luminati. Webster. Hi. Hi. <laughs> There's a, um, I'm, I can't. I can't. I was trying to do a different part of the accent, and I did a bad job. I'm Holly Quinn, Mr. J. Oh, Mr. J, I'm Holly. She's, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's, that's, uh, that, what even accent was that? I'm Holly, Holly Quinn. Is she a Southerner in that one? Nope. I think she's a Southern, no, 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 in my accent, not in real. Oh, in the, oh, in I think the, in the movie, no. in the movie, she's like from Brooklyn or something like that. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I don't know. She's hey, I'm York. walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Quote Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've decided it's impossible to prove that you're sane. Yeah, and I think we've just proved ourselves insane. Insane in the membrane. Insane. Got no brain. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. All right, friends. Don't forget to rate us on the podcasting things. Wherever (gasps) you get the podcast. Here's another thing, too. Yes, rate us. Five stars. Five stars. No more, no less. Tell us about your favorite segment so far. Yes. Whether it's been like, I can't remember anything we've done other than parentheticals. Hypotheticals with parentheticals. <laughs> Cosmo quizzes. Cosmo quizzes. <laughs> Moving what's, in. What's been your favorite topics so far? And then the next time you hear us, we'll be talking about our reactions to the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, which yes. comes out Friday the 11th. If you watch it between Friday the 11th and Sunday the 13th, send us your thoughts on the movie. Email them. Tweet them. Skywrite. Watch the movie first, though. Yes. Also watch the movie. Also watch Breaking yeah. Bad all six seasons before the movie. And if you've already seen it, watch it again. But maybe not before the movie because I don't know if you have time. If you have time, do it. But don't watch if you it on don't three times speed. Three times speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you could probably make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so excited. Yes, we want to hear your thoughts. Uh, let us know. How will I know if he really loves me? That's all I've got. That's all I can do. (laughs) Hold and take us out. All right. Hugs and kisses. Hearts and shirts. Shardy farts.